come on in. We got a very interesting show. I'm going to be starting at 12. I'll be starting at 12. How y'all doing? Come on in. We have a very interesting show today that we're going to be talking about. And I have some special guests. As y'all already know. Hyrule. Come on in. We have. It's 11.58, so we got about one minute left. I try to start on time. I'm t on time today, y'all. I'm on time. Getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. You know, Mondays is usually those days where you sit back and you just another week. If you didn't get a chance on Sunday, you're prepping for your week on Monday. And if you're anything like me, then you're usually slow about it. Because that's how I be just really getting my days prep. You know, let my mind, you know, fluctuate. I got all kind of stuff going on. All right. So it is 1159. I'm going to go ahead and get started. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, I pretty much enjoyed my weekend this weekend. Kind of did the same thing. Um, we had a little weather, so I kind of just chilled out a little bit and um, just did some things around the house, the basics. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to watch a couple of movies. Y'all know Netflix is really rolling right now. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of nice, nice movies on Netflix. So if y'all ever home or y'all have that time to relax, y'all make sure y'all go check out Netflix. Next look is banging a lot of black movies and it just was really good. So I had a very interesting weekend. All right. Um, hope y'all hope y'all enjoyed y'all weekend as well. It is Monday. Hopefully the sun is shining. And if it's not shining outside, it needs to be shining within. I had a chance to kick it with y'all a little bit on what day was that y'all Friday? Oh, uh, no, Thursday, Thursday. So it was very fun and entertaining. Got my little nails and stuff done. And um, just had a chance to kick it on my live page. I did it on my um, my Lynn page. Um, but anywho, as always, I put a question up over the uh, weekend and the question, if you didn't have a chance to check it out, was depression. How do I cope? And the reason why I said I, y'all, is because to be real with you, I personally have been a person that has dealt with depression. When we talk about depression right now, we don't we don't really talk about it a lot, but it's a topic that we need to talk about. Because even when I did deal with depression, the depression to me is a thing that never really goes away. It's not a immediate cure. Now, there are medications out there that can help you cope with it, but it's not something that you could just get rid of like right away or the next day we feel better. You know what I'm saying? To me, it seems like a constant battle, something that we constantly have to work at. Um, that's just my opinion. And then, you know, from my experience too, it was things that I just still to this day, I deal with. So I felt like it was something that we needed to talk about. And, you know, I always like to be real and I always like to talk about things that I feel like we could use or we can apply to our lives right now at this moment. And that was one of them. 
You know what I'm saying? We get a lot of people that deal with that right now, especially with all of the different things that is going on right now. You know what I'm saying? So I have some people here that are able to talk with us. And then we think about ages. A lot of times, do you think depression is something that only older people go through? Or is it something that not only older people, but younger people deal with as well? So I actually got some people here today that's going to talk with us a little bit about depression. And I have my special guest as well, who's going to talk with us about depression and give her, her some of her expertise on how we could cope with that. You know, so if you know someone or if you yourself have dealt with any signs of depression, and to me, it comes in numerous amounts of ways. You know, to me, it doesn't seem like it's only one way, but let's let our people talk to us about it. If you do, please share the video, like the video. And as I always tell you, please subscribe, subscribe to Justlyn TV on YouTube. Once I get to my hundred subscribers, I'm going to give away some cash. All right. So if you know somebody, please share the video. You know what I'm saying? Encourage them to 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 listen. And if you ever want to reach out, y'all already know what my entity is at. And you're more than welcome. But let's jump right into it. First guest that I have today is a very, very special person. I can't tell you how special, but she's a very special person. And we're going to talk about more with an, with an older person, you know, that's up in age, not elderly, but just an older person. Because a lot of times we as people, we think that depression is only for older people or younger people. But let's see how that perception looks on someone else. Okay, I got Miss D on the line with me. All right, well, she's going to join me and we're going to talk a little bit and get some of her, you know, not, maybe just not her, her ideas, but just some of her experiences that she may have dealt with and can give us some idea on how, Miss D, can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right, so she's getting her audio up. All right, and once she can hear me, then you guys can hear her as well. All right, it's coming in. It's coming in. All right. Today we are talking about depression. You know, this is not just a topic for us to talk to about young people. We all get the ideas from everybody. Depression, what is it? What is it? What's your idea on what a depression is? You know, can you hear me, Ms. D? Can you hear me? You can't hear me? Okay, so my Ms. D is working on getting her audio up for me. Okay. Um, we just gonna keep it rolling. But a lot of people do deal with depression. You know, so we wanna we just wanna get an idea. It's connecting. It's connecting. Give it a second. Um, on what 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 your ideas are on depression? What are signs of depression? How do you cope with depression? You know what I'm saying? Some people feel like depression is only a, a, a means of suicide. You know, if you feeling suicidal, then you're dealing with depression. Are there other ways that uh, that those signs are noticed? Well, you might be dealing with these things right there with yourself and don't realize what the terminology is. Or I'm just depressed because I'm dealing with something with my boyfriend or whatever the case may be. Or with my children or whatever the case might be. But there are different signs and different ways of knowing what depression is. And if you are surrounded or be around people that has are, that is dealing with these things. Then by listening or having the knowledge of what this is. Then you can notice those signs early on. There are massive amounts of people that die Every day because of depression and suicide. 
So we want to put the message out there to let people know early signs on when you notice or recognize depression, how you can help or encourage somebody to deal with that depression. Are you up yet, Miss D? We're waiting for my, can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right. So we're trying to get Miss D in, um, get our audio up. Can you hear me, Miss D? Okay. Can you hear me? We're trying to get one of my guests in right now, y'all, so we can hear her audio. So we're working on that now. You may have to. Let me message her. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So we have a problem with getting her audio up. All right. Just give us one second. Let's see. All right. So we're just working on getting Miss D's audio up. We're talking today about depression. All right. We're talking about depression. And we're just trying to get Miss D in. She was one of my guests that's just trying to give us some of her insight on depression or even talk with us about ways that she has dealt with depression or other ways that we can use other terminologies that we can use. Is it only used when people say verbally say I'm depressed? You know what I'm saying? Are there other ways that people can deal with their depression? All right. All right. So we couldn't get her in. We couldn't get her in. So we're going to move on. Thank you so much, Miss D, if you can hear me for coming in. All right. Thank you so much for coming in or trying to come in with me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So I can hear you talk. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I thought we were losing you for a minute. All right. Oh, uh, okay. That's not a problem. Well, we thank you so much. Good for, for going through all that and trying to get in with us. We really, really appreciate it, Ms. D. Okay. So I'm going to turn you up a little bit, but if you heard, we were talking a little bit about depression and I know with you coming on with me today, we were trying to, um, just get your insight on what, how have you ever experienced any signs of depression? And if you have, we just wanted to get some of your input on how you've dealt with those things. Go, go ahead. I can hear you. You can hear me? Okay, yeah, I can hear you. I've been going through depression for a little while. Um, I've been having it for a long time since I was a young a young lady. And um, so I used to, um, I'm, I'm thankful to God that I never had a problem with um, suicide. It has come up, but um, I'm just thankful to God that I've been able to take medication from it and um, kind of help me to keep it under control. But as I get older, it seems to be coming, it's being around again, especially because all my kissing got grown and I'm, I'm alone most of the time by myself and all I do is um, is work and go on. Okay. And because of the virus and thing that's going on, I find that it's been um, even more depressed because I can't go anywhere. I can't visit my family. And so this is really 
been having an effect on me mentally. And I'm crying and all I'm trying to do is just keep myself positive and it's been very hard. Now, when when you say that it started early on, when did you really notice it? And do you did you have people that help you realize what that was when you were because you say it started early on. And I know a lot of times before this was more viral where people actually spoke out about it. It was something that people kind of is that safe to say that we kind of didn't acknowledge that. Oh, you're dealing with depression or was things put in place to help you cope with it as far as medication wise. And even now, and even I dislike that you mentioned too that even when you dealt with it, you said it was times that you felt those things, those feelings of suicide. So you had to, and and as you say, as you got older, did those feelings become stronger? As you say, because I know you keep saying, and this is an older person, people that we're talking to. So a lot of times, these I'm I'm trying to help people understand how we have to recognize these things, because sometimes when you when and especially now, I love that you also mentioned about COVID. This is a time now where you say you you kind of don't like being by yourself. It seems to be a little more stronger feeling when you are by yourself, and now being in quarantine because we're dealing with COVID, then it also puts you more in a position now where now I can't go see my kids. I can't get out. I'm home. So you deal with those, those things. And I know you said medication. What would it, so that with that, does it, do you feel like that really helps you? And then when do you know when to go get it? When do you know, what are the signs that you, you know, to say I need it or do you use it on a constant basis? No, I don't. Um, okay. Okay. Or talk and let them know what I'm feeling. I say, well, mama's feeling kind of down. Um, I can't get rid of the feeling right now. And um, so what has really helped me is my kids being able to communicate it, to let it out, and to talk about it. That's what has helped me to constantly keep on. And I don't take any medication for it. And because I'm 59 years old, I'll be 60 years old next month. Oh, yes, ma'am. I have learned the signs of it. So now I learn when it's coming, I learn how to call somebody up right away. Or when I'm feeling sad or like I came from, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with things, I call my, my children up and I talk to them and they, they always talk me down or I let them know what I'm feeling. So it's good for us to always have somebody that we can talk to. Yes, ma'am. And we have talk, yeah, we can talk our way down. That's so right. Can't control the feelings, but I can control how I change it. Yes, ma'am. 
And that's so good that you mentioned that, Miss D, because that is the reason why we are doing this now. And I'm so thankful for you coming up and being able to express what you're dealing with, because we hoping that we can educate people on these things. And Miss D just basically said having that access for her to be able to reach out to her family. So letting them know when she's dealing with these things and expressing herself is a way of helping her deal with those things, those anxieties, those feelings of sadness or loneliness. But if we, by them being knowledgeable of what those signs are, because sometimes we so busy and that person might call and we might miss the call or feel like we too occupied with what's going on in our life. We might just don't have the time. But if we know how to recognize these signs when our family members and our friends are dealing with depression, then we have the access and the resources to give them that time that's needed that can possibly save their life but definitely change their life so i thank, thank you, you so much for coming on sharing that with us because guess what miss d just now you just help people know that they're not alone that that talking and expressing that feeling of depression is here and we all deal with it. So thank you so much for your time and for your testimony, Ms. D. And make sure you stay tuned in because I have a special guest that's going to be coming on with me too. And she may have some other day, other techniques that can be used to help you deal with those things that you've experienced. And you know, I, you know, Jessalyn is always here. So you can always reach out. We're going to definitely talk about this again. Now, I know you say you're doing some other things on the side. What is the thing that you say you do? You, you deliver or something like that? Yes, I stay I stay busy because and uh, and I don't get tired out. I take um some sea moss gel. Okay. It's like um, it's something that that helps give you energy. Okay. So even though I don't be tired, um, I always find something to do. Now I do work for Instacart. Instacart, okay. Definitely, okay. So you do your Instacart that's on the side, and I know you have work now. So we really appreciate you. So definitely, Miss D said, always stay busy. When she feels tired, she get us some energy and she do it. So that's a blessing, Miss D. And you look so good. And we're not going to keep you up. Thank you so much for tuning in with us while you at work. You go, girl. <laughs> I love you so much. And thank you so much for sharing your, your testimony with us. You enjoy the rest of your day, okay? All right, now. Thank you, Miss D. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. So that was just amazing. Miss D came in and was able to share her testimony with us and just talk to us about the things that she has experienced and the ways that she has dealt with with uh, with dealing with depression and anxiety. And, and she she said that her way of doing it is reaching out to the people that's important to her and being able to um, being able to share the the experience share that with the people that she uh that she, that's in her family her kids is her thing you know so being able to share that time with them and express and talk to them when she needs them did a lot for her so that's a way that we could do it and that's why you know that's why we're here on this platform so we can help people know when to recognize that somebody may need that time from you to talk about what's going on in their life to talk about what they may be feeling those feelings of depression all right. So we're going to keep it moving. Miss D definitely gave us some insight on what she has dealt with. I have another guest here joining me today. I have Daisha. And Daisha is a young lady who is in school. All right. I'm going to let her come on here and tell us about it. And she's a younger person dealing with depression. All right. Daisha, can you hear me? 
Yes, I can hear you. All right, perfect, perfect. How you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And as you can see, we're talking about depression. Um, I know that right now, tell us a little bit. I know you're in school. You're doing school. You. Um, yes, um, I'm 20 years old. I'm currently transferring to a university um, in the fall for criminal justice. Okay. Um, I've completed two years already, so. Okay, way to go, baby. So that alone is a lot. You say you're 20? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we, we were talking about, have you ever had any experience with depression? And, and are there some ways that you have coped with it? Or how does it, is it any insights you can give people out there that may have, at a young age, could be dealing with it, dealing with depression? Um, I've definitely experienced depression um, at a younger age. Um, in high school, so um, I, maybe about 15, 16, um, and it, it's something, like you said, that it's not a cure for it. It's something that you have, you, you go through as you grow. And when you say young in high school, what, how did you know, you know, when did you learn that it was depression? Because in high school, your life is carefree. You, you, you with your mom, you, everything should be going perfect at that time. And when you say you felt invisible was the term you used. How does, when you felt that, now this is high school that you were dealing with that, when you recognized it. When you say felt invisible, what is, explain a little bit to me what that means. Because you, were you, were you off to yourself? Maybe were you by yourself? Were people there with you when you were feeling that in high school? Okay, but you still, even with having friends, you still felt that feeling of being invisible. Right. Did you ever? You know, you can have friends, but you want that, that, that attention from your sister or your mom or your dad, you know. So still having friends, you can still be depressed inside of your own house. Yeah. So did, so when you did recognize, and she's saying that even though she had that family setting, that depression still that feeling of being invisible was still there. And this is high school, you know, and did you ever, and I don't mean, to, I don't let me know if I'm getting too personal. Did you ever deal with feeling me wanting, feeling suicidal or anything like that when you were dealing with the depression? Yeah. But it, it's something that you that definitely cross your mind when you're in that that state of mind. 
So when you when you feeling like that, feeling depressed and sad and lonely, even though you're in a house full of people, and it feel like it's just you there, that suicide thoughts do come about. So I have had thoughts of it. And so what are ways that even though you never played it out, what are some ways that you can remember that then before everybody, before you were verbal about it? Because I'm sure when you was dealing with this, you never really talked to anybody to say, hey, I'm depressed. You may have was trying to talk to them, but did you ever try to tell someone or were you still trying to figure those feelings out in yourself? What it was, what was happening or just more dealing with that feeling of feeling invisible? to do it more with myself because I'm a very sheltered person. I don't really show my feelings as much. I don't really, you know, I'm the type of person I like to seem like I got it together. Right. You know, play, play a role. So um, I definitely just tried to figure it out on my own. Um, and I, the way I cope with that was writing um, poetry, um, writing stories. Um, I, I have this method that I've had for a long time. Um, I don't even know how long, maybe before depression or, but I, I, um, I write on uh, sticky notes and sticky. I stick them all over my room. Okay. Yeah, and just with positive thoughts, it can, it don't necessarily be sad. It'd be more uplifting because it's something that I want to look at every day and be like, yes, yeah, that's it. Like, so that was the way that you use for you. Those are ways right. that even though you didn't talk to anybody, your way was to write. You said right. sticky notes. So what would you put on the sticky notes and you would just stick the sticky notes around? And Yeah, it, it's kind of like a mental thing. Um, I look at it like um, talking to my inside self. Like I like that. My sticky notes um, on my mirror because I know I have to look in the mirror and you see your reflection. That's stuff like I put you beautiful on. Wow. Focus or remember to do this, pray about this, God got you. Or little stuff like that because you see yourself. And that's what you have to read back. Wow. So if I'm talking to my inner thoughts, things like that, when I'm sad or when I, I know I'm feeling it, and I'm like, well, let me go read some, let me go in my in my box and in my room and just show to myself, you know? But it was a way. And did that help? When you were writing, you were writing down, you was talking to that inner feeling. I love that right. you said that. You were talking to that inner person, inner third person. And so when you would write, or put the sticky notes up. It was the way of talking to that inner person saying you are beautiful. You are good. God is with you. You are reminding yourself. By, oh man that's amazing. And that kind of helped as well. Yeah it, it definitely does. And it's something that I, I do now even in college. Like in my dorm I have sticky notes. Even when I'm not sad. I still have a month just where I won't fall back into that dark place. Yes. It's like a, Something that pulled me out, you know, and Amazing, Deja. Thank you so very much for coming on and expressing that feeling with us and giving someone else the opportunity to know another way of how to deal with that inner feeling. And I like that you addressed it because it is an inner feeling. You know what I'm saying? That in and, and the way you can deal with it is writing putting those thoughts in and then not just putting that feeling down, but also inspiring that feeling by writing those sticky notes, by sticking it on the mirrors. And every time you look there, you speaking to that inner feeling and saying, you are this, you, that is amazing. And even while you are in college, you are still practicing it. Yeah. 
That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the platform, sharing your testimony, letting people know that it's here, even being young. And you said even in high school, it started. So even being young and knowing that it was there, a way that they can, you can help people know how to cope with that. Thank you so much for your testimony. Thank you for taking the time to come out and share that. We really appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. So y'all heard it. You know, it is not only something that has an age limit or that has a, you know, oh, your life is like this, so it's changed. Depression can be anywhere. And if you don't know how to recognize it or how to deal with it, there are ways and there are people out there constantly writing to yourself speaking to that inner self, but I ain't going to talk too much. I got a very special guest with me here, um, has the expertise on helping deal with, uh, some of the depressions here and, and just give her knowledge on how we can cope with that. Hey, LaDavia, did I pronounce it right? Yes. God. <laughs> Thank you so much. And tell us, let them know who, what, what do you do? What is, I didn't want to say it wrong. Tell them who you are. Cause we didn't get a chance to catch up. I was late there, wasn't you? <laughs> so I have LaDavia on here with me and tell them who you are. That is quite all right. So I am LaDavia Savoy. I am a mental health professional and also a naturopathic Reiki therapist as well. Okay. Beautiful. So with, with the mental health, I do uh, specialize community-based mental health therapy in which I go into the home and provide services for adults and children. Okay, amazing. So did you get a chance to hear some of my guests? I wanted to be versatile, Davia. so I had, a, I brought an older lady on, and then I brought on a, a younger people, because even for me, LaDavia, before, I like, and I, I'll confess, I just wanted to hear people's insight, but I have dealt with it for a long time, and never, ever was medicated or anything. Matter of fact, didn't even know what it was at some point until I got older what I what it was a what the definition of the word was for it you know so I just kind of was dealing with that and didn't even know what it was so tell give me give me some of your insight I can't hear you oh oh y'all we lost the volume You back, you back. Okay. okay. <laughs> I may have to uh, get another device just to make sure um, the weather is bad where I am. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but what I was saying was it was meant to be uh, in reference to the guest today. So if you remember, our first guest was Miss D. Yes. And then we had Daisha. Yes. Okay. So those are both the letter Ds. Okay? Yes. And so, in the field, I'm known as Miss D as well. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's got he he already called us it. You see, in his timing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I first just want to thank you for the opportunity. Um, and so, um, this is uh, Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. 
I know you were selling. And I didn't even know they had a month. That's right. So Mental Health Awareness Month. And that's what, July or? Yeah, month of July. So Mental Health Awareness in general typically is the month of May. But as a mental health professional, I'm always one advocating for mental health. So when we look at, you know, the age differences, and I'm going to go back to the, to the first guest um, and, and talk about um, you know, some of the things that she said. But let me tell you, there's no better advocate than somebody who has gone through depression. Yes. There's no better advocate because firsthand, uh, she's giving you uh, her testimony. She's giving you her coping strategies. And for her, she decided to go um, the natural route. You know, she mm-hmm. mentioned sea moss, which I am a huge uh, naturalista when it comes to uh, alternative medicine, uh, which is why I got my specialization in naturopathic Reiki therapy. Um, and so she talked about a support system, which is very important. And so, um, you know, she, she pretty much named some of the things off of my list. Really? Yes, she did. (laughs) Yes, she did. Um, And and they should did as well. So again, I just want to say this, okay? And I have a few, a few things here as it relates to, um, you know, mental health. And I want to make sure I talk about some stats. So can you still hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. You good? So let's talk about distribution within the United States. Just um, and let's talk about, um, you know. Black people, okay? Yes, and ma'am. So, um, from Louisiana to North Carolina, which is the South, 21 to 46 people, uh, 21 to 46 percent, I'm sorry, and this is from the CDC, which is the Centers for Disease Control and the American uh, Psychiatric Association. So we in the South are most affected by depression, anxiety, and mental illness in general. Now, really, really quick, just sort of do a breakdown, because even me, I would want to ask this when you because we say depression and then as a as an African or as a black woman, we're going to keep it real. Um, we, we when we hear mental depression, I mean, mental disease or mental treatment, everybody gets like, oh, something wrong with. But let's just clarify for them. Depression is a mind when we think about mental is a mind control or in and in, in terminal disease and when we say disease that's a lot of black people we get oh dog. we get defensive because we don't want to feel sick we don't want to no, but let's just keep it is because it's something dealing with the mind am i is that safe to say just i wanted to break it down for them. It absolutely it is definitely safe to say but that's why i wanted to break down the stats yes ma'am i wanted to break down the stats because we are as a minority. Yes, ma'am. We are hugely impacted because of very. Oh, man. Hold on, y'all. We gonna get a hold on. We lost you again. She's having some bad weather on her end, so just bear Can with us. Me? Yeah, because the devil trying to keep us from getting this knowledge, baby, yeah. but we gonna get it. We gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. That's right. Okay. All right. So we give it. I'm gonna just recap with everybody that's on my live. We will. We got Ladavia on the line with us, Savoy, and she's talking with us about the stats. And when we're talking about stats, she's gonna help us understand through the African American culture, right? That the difference and the 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 dangers that we're in with dealing with these things, these medical mental issues 
And and when we talk about mental, we, she had a chance to do that. We're talking about depression, depression, and ways that we can help deal with them, ways that we can start to acknowledge that these are things that we need to make adjustments with. Because I did, LaDavia, you still can hear me? She fixed, yeah. she's making adjustments. I, when I did my research on it, it is so every day because of mental illness and depression, people are suicidal. The numbers of people. I think we, okay, I got it, y'all. So give us one minute. Let's go on this one. All right. I'm back with you. Close that other one for me, little David. I sure will. Okay. All right, there we go. We back in business, y'all. Miss LaDavia Savoy on the line with me. You can hear me? Yes. Okay. I can. Can you hear guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you perfect. Awesome. So you so, were you were gonna you were breaking down those stats for us to give us an idea of Absolutely. So in the South, and we, we, you know, you just mentioned something big when it comes to our uh, mentality as it relates to mental illness. But why are we so much affected? It's because of the stigma related to that. It has a lot to do with our culture. And we're talking about the African-American culture. That is correct. Okay. Because I know for a fact, as an African-American woman, you know, um, the women in my family was always secretive. Well... We must be close to the same age. But not only that, that's common for that for you to say that for the our culture. Because when we talk about mental illness, we gotta also and you know I like I don't try not to go, but we gotta go back. When you think about all the things that our ancestors dealt with, you know, the way they lived and you know, it will be common to have some type of effect on the on the mental growth. And anytime you bring up the word mental the first thing they think they say is crazy. What? You know, that's a that's a stigma True. associated with mental illness. And again, coming from a parent, most of my parents, not my child. Right. As soon as we say that, then we get defensive. You know, mental illness. That's why I wanted to make sure you break because probably mental illness. What they? But we, uh-huh. you, we, we will perish for a lack of knowledge. So this is our opportunity to understand mental illness is not a cripple or a defect or a crazy. Depression is a mental illness and it's not doesn't mean that your mind is broken or that you are crazy or you're loopy. It means that we need to be knowledgeable of it so that we can begin to progress from it. And that's what you're here for. So I'm glad that you broke that down so people can understand, first of all, why you're here, because it's a mental what that guy, this is mental awareness month. There's a month put in place, and she's also talking about the culture, the high risk of our culture. So tell us what you you was telling us why you first brought out that that is an acknowledgement. Correct. The stigmas that's associated with cultures is another barrier, which is why the numbers are so alarming for minorities in general, African-Americans specifically. And then a distrust of the healthcare system. You know, I don't trust their people. I don't want to tell them my business. I don't want to say what's going on. So there's a breakdown in that, you know, and then the providers. We don't have enough 
providers that are diverse from diverse backgrounds and that are culturally competent to understand what we are going through. Right. Now, LaDavia, I'm going to be real. I'm like that. I, you know why? And because you, and I wanted to say it because I'll be like, they don't understand what I'm going through when you go when and, and I had to, now I have learned over time cause I have had some great concerts, but I did go in with that defense, make it, especially when you get and not to criticize, but I like to keep it real on here because it's not just me. It's a million people. So I want to help. I want to help them learn how to educate ourselves. I'm like that. Cause you go to the doctor now, sometimes and a doctor tell you that you underweight. You supposed to be 110 pounds. Where? I ain't never, I ain't been 110 pounds since I was 10. So then that, that brings the distrust in them because we like, they don't know what they talking about. So, and even, and even when you come to psychiatrists and things like that, we get defensive. How you going to help us? How can we, how, it is a distrust. I'm agreeing with you. So how we get past that barrier. It is. So, so, so before, before we go there, let me just take a moment to just finish. Um, in reference to these different pointers, but the next okay. thing is just our lack of insurance and being underinsured. And so I'm going to summarize that to say what you just said and you admitted yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But that has crippled us as a community because of the fact that we don't have the tools that we know that we need to speak out and feel comfortable about what we're going through. Yes. So the guests that we had today, both of the ladies, they talked about their own journey and their own, which I like to always incorporate, coping skills, coping strategies, coping mechanisms, and being able to identify your triggers. What are your red flags? What are the things that's going to set you off to put you in a state of depression or have anxiety? Okay? Yes. And so the first step is admitting that you need help and telling somebody. Yeah. And then from there, you can seek professional help. But let me, let me say something about that. Um, because Ms. D mentioned about, you know, not wanting to, to be on medication. Right. Okay. And there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because a lot of times that'd be the first answer, though. When you seek the help, that'd be the first because anti-medical and sometimes a lot of because even back when I have had that experience, I back then it was Zoloft. That's how you know it's real. It was Zoloft and it will keep the medicine kept me sleeping all the time. And I didn't I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I had I had babies, a baby at that time. And I didn't want to be, you know, I couldn't afford to. You know, so I'm glad that she did point that out and you agree. So then, but go ahead and continue. So I just want to. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I'm going to say it like this. When you seek that professional help, everybody is not your counselor. Every doctor is not your doctor. One of the issues that I'm having right now with everything that's going on is, is the doctors want to write a script for everything. Yeah, because we as professionals are doing telehealth and some of your doctors are doing telehealth right now in the midst of all this. And they are what I call band-aiding the problem. They're yeah. going to keep writing you scripts and scripts and scripts. But guess what? If you take something like you just mentioned for an issue that you're having or a problem that you're having, 
it is going to affect something else. Right. Which is why there's always side effects listed on the bottle. It's going to hurt something over a long period of time. It is going to affect something else. And so by all means, if you have to get on a medication, medication. because there is a such thing called an imbalance, especially with the brain, mm-hmm. and especially as women, there's a thing called hormonal imbalances. But you do not have to go that route. You can do like Ms. D did and go the natural route. There are natural things you can tap into. And especially, it is safe to say, LaDavia, especially with this particular thing, depression. It's not really. Is it safe for me to say that? Because all the years that I have, it's not really a medicine for it. Because 90% of that is mental. And that's safe to say that. That is very safe to say. And I want to add by saying... When it comes to those coping strategies, and so the the journey to, to wellness and to feeling like I, like I like to tell people, in which the elephants are no longer on your back, mm-hmm. you don't feel that heaviness, the journey to that is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. But if you put some things in place, for example, you know, like having a good support system. Like me, yeah. Ms. D Identifying those triggers. Yes, ma'am. And I love the coping strategies that Daisha was talking about. I know. She talked about her her self-care, her writing, mm-hmm. expression, writing, yeah. putting it down. And my God, her positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. I will be healed. I will be successful. I will come out of this thing. Yeah. Talking to her, you heard how she described it in herself, because that's it's it's good to also acknowledge that that's that's not a part of you. That's already mentally separating that feeling versus who you want to be. And that has pulled me, LaDavia, through so many times. And I, I, I and I felt the need to bring this out because it never goes away. LaDavia It's not a way to cure this, you know. It's not a way to get rid of it. And every day is a constant because even now as a and my, and you and it not, doesn't have to deal with what you're dealing with your, in your life all the time. You could be having a great time and you like, why well, I feel so tired. I'm just so I don't want to do anything. I don't, That's right. you know, so it's always, you know, how do go ahead. I'm sorry. Cause I'm, I would know I'm passionate about this topic because it you, you I deal I with it because you, you're, you're mentioning points as far as those red flags. And so I just wanted to take a moment to talk about that. When we talk about depression, we talk about the fact that, you know, you're losing hope. You know, you're having a feeling of hopelessness or helplessness. You're tired all the time. You're feeling uh, aches in your body. Why my body is always hurting. You lose interest in the things in which you love to do. That's right. Yes, ma'am. You lose interest. You don't want to do, you don't want to talk on the phone. You don't want to go shopping. You know, and then sometimes our hygiene, we don't, we don't feel care like about it. We don't do our hair. Hell. We don't, mm. you know, wash ourselves. So those are all some signs in which something is going on. Yes, ma'am. We stop eating. Either we, we, we under eat or, or we, we overeat. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, and so, you know, again, this conversation, you personally going through some things, the two special guests going through some things and myself going through some things. You know, it makes the journey so much easier when yes, you ma'am. can take that journey with other people. Yes, and ma'am. And you can hear them and you can 
feel their pain and their passion. But, you know, we don't have to suffer in silence. That's right. We do not have to suffer in silence. Yes, ma'am. Or feel like, yeah, I liked it when she said invisible. That starting from high school, we think these, and I, and it was so passionate because we think now, like, they ain't worried about nothing. These churn out here, they smoking, you know, some of them living, and we think that they are fine. What do they really have to worry about, especially us? Especially, you got everything you But they even, Ladavia, they dealing with depression. They in, in high school, your life, they're dealing with depression. They're dealing with these thoughts of. in elementary. They're dealing with depression. Yeah. The times have changed. Yes, ma'am. And we got to recognize it because we will have no idea. Even with now, I, I, being a person who's dealt with it, I would never think my 10-year-old is dealing with depression. For what? You got, but they're dealing with it. They have, and they don't, just like me, when I, I didn't have a name for it. I just, I'm sad today. I don't feel, I didn't have a name for it. And God forbid anybody ever told my mother then, like you said back then, this is a mental illness. We shutting it off at the door. Ain't nothing wrong with my baby. What are you, what are yeah. you talking about? Oh, something wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with my baby. <laughs> right. Hey, yep. But it's here more than it's ever been. And I like that you pointed us out. Not that we it has to do with that, but you educating us that us as the people that's so quick to turn ahead, it ain't us. That's them. What we, our culture, more than ever, is dealing with these things. We and if we give those people that don't know what it is the knowledge to know how to recognize it, you can save somebody else that's dealing with it or know how to address it. Because I know even now, you know, the first thing we say when people go, "Oh, you gonna be all right? Get up and go do," we don't even know how severe. Because that's, and I know with you being in this field, tell them how these numbers, people killing themselves, not just from depression, mental, because nobody recognized that something was wrong or going on with them and they lose their lives, killing themselves, being ever. I looked at the numbers. I didn't even want to bring it up. Yes. But well, before the race was alarming enough, but, but guess what? Uh, we as a people... We are suffering right now in, in a form of self-sabotaging. Yes, ma'am. And what we're doing is we are coping with heavy drinking, alcohol, with substances, and believe it or not, even with sex. Yes, ma'am. And so there is a, a consequence for every action sure. that we take when we choose to to self-try to self-medicate. Or self-detach. Uh, That's right. You know, and numb, and because, numb right, because we don't, because the beginning is to acknowledge. So we want to self-detach. So that means self, you now you're self-destructing. That's right. You know, you're destroying yourself because, yeah, we, it's so bad. Drugs, these, look at these drugs for these kids. It's, it's, it's scary. And it's scary. And we're taking ourselves out. Yes. Gun rates have risen. We are taking ourselves out. We're taking our families out. We're taking the people closest, our best friends out because we have taken on so much pressure. Yes, ma'am. So many pressures that we just react. We don't think. We react. We carry on so much, much. and so many other people's burdens. Yes, ma'am. We don't have time to really Deal with process our what we're going through, what we're dealing with. 
Thank you so much, girl. I done rant, but at the beautiful part, this is like I told you, this is passionate for me. And I felt it it was put on my heart when I called you, it was put on my heart because it it was what we needed. And I'm so thankful that I was able to reach out to you and you were willing to come on with me and talk. But tell us a little bit because we were kind of over, way over. But it's okay. It's okay. It's the beauty of having to be in yours, you know. So, but I know you, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. I know you guys, so I watched you this morning. Brief it out, it was late, so I didn't get a chance. But tell us a little bit about what you got going on. That is quite all right. So I have a, um, I have a show that I run on my um, Facebook page. And I can be reached on Facebook at LaDavia.com. It's L-A capital D-A-V-I-A-S. And I have a show called Tea Time. And we basically, we have tea and we discuss different topics. And so uh, this morning we had our um, our Young Boss Spotlight, which we are highlighting uh, young people out there that are doing positive things during this time of quarantine. All right. And just to encourage them because they need, there, there are so many uh many talents and gifts that these young people possess. And yes. and the goal is to make sure we nurture that because they never, they never are not our babies. They're always, always our babies. Yes. So we have to nurture. Yes. <laughs> we have never to change. nurture their gifts and talents and yes. stop dismissing that to keep them positive. And so um, that's, that's what right. you saw a glimpse of this morning. Um, as a community advocate, I just like to bring awareness to people about yes, the topic. That people don't want to talk about. And we got that in common, boo. So yeah. definitely I'm going to share that. And that's an amazing thing. Is there anything else that you that you want to tell them that you got going on? Or tell me yeah, so I, I can share it. Yes, I want to invite the community. If you are at the, in the sound of my voice uh, mm -hmm. in the Lafayette, Louisiana area um, near Opelousas, this weekend we're going to do the Rock the Block Back to School Edition. It's going to be a three-day event. Okay. And that event is to prepare you for back to school, whatever that looks like for you guys. We know okay. that nobody has money for school supplies and uniforms, so we're going to provide that for you. So it's a free Super. Outdoors. We want you to come out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to 121 North Market Street, and you're going to see us out there rocking the block. Then the opportunities are available, and we want people uh, to get involved. Reach out if you want to um, give back. And before we go, look. How do you reach out for that? Don't throw that away. How they reach okay, out? 337-247-7252. They can text that number. Okay. Um, they can reach me on Facebook, Ladavia S. And then, of course, email community with a K-B-B-E-E. -E gmail.com okay and i'm gonna have that across the screen once i do the editing loaded in today so that's this weekend and you all yes. go giving away supplies helping out with the school school and supplies that. so and make sure when they come out there because free have y'all masks on you better have your masks on too. <laughs> oh, I will. I okay will. and what else though tell me because i'll that's cut that's you off right. oh i just want to say that my birthday was june 4th and so for my birthday i asked people to donate um to my birthday fundraiser so that i can give some cash to some parents out there who just need a little help you know during yes, this time and so so far we reached 200 dollars. we are um trying to obtain more but we're going to be giving that cash away this weekend okay. as well because we want um to do something to give back and to make sure that um you know the parents have a little something to help them with whatever they need for those kids amazing Amazing, LaDavia. I'm very much going to make sure I share that on the page and I'm going to put it on here so they can know how to support what you're doing. And happy, happy birthday. I would sing if I wasn't late, girl. <laughs> it's okay. It's 
<laughs> but thank you once again for your time and and for being here. If you ever need me, you know where I am now, okay? And I'm always going to make sure I'm sharing and supporting, okay? Thank, thank y'all. Big ups to LaDavia Savoy, y'all. LaDavia S. on Facebook. Have a good one. Thank you. All right, y'all. We went a little bit over in time, but all worth it. Today, we, we had some amazing people. We talked about depression and mental illness and all of the things that surrounded any ways and techniques that can be used to help support those or even if not just supporting, but recognizing that it's there. I know I went over in time, but, you know, some things are going to be more topics and they need the time. And I felt like this was one. But if you have any questions, please make sure you subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel um, on Just Lynn TV. Make sure that you like, share the video. And if you know, if you ever need to reach out or have any questions, comments or concerns, please don't hesitate. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Y'all know I had to put that in there. Thank you so much to every one of my guests that came on and talked about how this thing, depression, has affected their lives and given us their testimony. I love you, and I'm always here. If you ever need anything, you know how to reach us through any one of these platforms. But as I always say, one step at a time. Thanks for watching.